learning English can change your life. You can improve your English and learn about Australian culture at the same time with SBS Learn English. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Biwa Kwan. Argentinian football fans around the world are celebrating Argentina's win in the World Cup final against France. Argentina prevailed 4-2 with Lionel Messi's performance in the penalty shootout proving decisive in the win. It's Argentina's third world title after victories in 1978 and 1986. This father and daughter were among football fans celebrating outside of Sydney's town hall. They told SBS they're overjoyed. I was 13 years old when Maradona won the World Cup in 1986, and now she's 18. So it's such a good coincidence for us. You can see the energy on the field. Messi's playing unbelievable. The whole team is playing around him. So many chances. Unbelievable. Victoria Police has vowed to identify as many as 150 football fans involved in fan violence during an A-League game in Melbourne over the weekend. There's been growing anger among fans in Melbourne over the decision to move the grand final to Sydney for the next three years. During Saturday's game between Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City, players were thrown by fans for both teams before large numbers of people surged onto the football pitch, engaging in physical violence. The incident resulted in injuries to City goalkeeper Tom Glover, a referee and a TV cameraman. At this stage, no arrests have been made, although two men have come forward to police. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says he expects those responsible for the violence to be punished. Shameful. Like, just wrong. That's not us. That's not... uh, That sort of violence is not acceptable anywhere. And uh, that's not part of sport. It's not part of our way of life. Uh, I know that governing bodies, venue operators, uh, as well as Victoria Police, uh, they're hard at finding those people and they will feel the full force of the law, as they should. Federal government officials say new legislation on improving transparency and integrity measures for referendums will apply to next year's vote on Indigenous constitutional recognition. The referendum, expected in the second half of 2023, will be the country's first since the 1999 vote on an Australian republic. Australians will be asked whether they support the creation of a permanent advisory body of First Nations people who will provide feedback to the Parliament on policies affecting their communities. Speaking at a parliamentary committee on electoral issues, Department of Finance Assistant Secretary Sebastian Powney says the changes are necessary to ensure the voting process is up to date. The referendum machinery... Provisions Act, um, Act 1984 has not been used since 1999 and hasn't kept pace with amendments to the Commonwealth Electoral Act 1918. Um, for example, streamlining postal voting applications, which means voters can apply online rather than using a paper form, enabling vote-saving measures, enabling early sorting of ordinary pre-poll votes from 4pm on voting day, and implementing the same measures that exist in the Electoral Act to prevent multiple voting by known multiple voters. 
A class action has been launched against the Northern Territory government, alleging it left housing in remote Aboriginal communities unsafe, insecure and uninhabitable. Otto Dan and Eleanor Menaku in West Arnhem Land have brought the case and are seeking repayment of rent, damages and orders for repairs. Documents filed in the federal court say the pair are also alleging the rent is excessive for housing that does not meet basic minimum standards. Lawyer Madeline White from the law firm Finney MacDonald says the case could have far-reaching impacts with the potential to improve housing conditions in all remote Aboriginal communities in Australia. A young boy has been attacked by a dingo at a campsite in Queensland. The five-year-old has been flown to hospital in a stable condition after suffering bites to his head, arms and legs. The boy had wandered away from his family while they were sleeping when the incident occurred at the Ocean Lake campground. Australia is set for warm and dry weather for much of the country on Christmas Day. The Bureau of Meteorology's official Christmas Day forecast shows there will be a break from unseasonably cold and wet weather on the east coast. Around the country, temperatures are set to be in their late 20s and early 30s. Darwin is tipped to have the hottest Christmas Day, with a maximum temperature of 33 degrees Celsius. Hobart is expected to be the coldest capital city at 21 degrees. Meteorologist Dean Narramore says the weather on Christmas Day is going to be some of the best this summer season. This comparing to last Christmas, a lot more stable for much of the country and, and almost most of us are going to be somewhere in the mid-20s to the low 30s for many of us is looking like probably some of the best Christmases you could probably get in Australia in summer. You've been listening to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Biwa Kwan.